Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. episode we discuss Monet's love for apples. We talk about theater and opera. And we found out what made Monet say this. Sixth grade Monet like oh my god. And we find out what made Bob say this. I want want her to get beat. I want the baby to die. I want the company to fold. And I want her (laughs) pies to taste like shit. So I have to tell you, last night I went like when I was going to bed, I, I I was like really warm, like feverishly warm, and then I had a headache. But then I woke up the next morning and I was fine. Well, I mean, symptoms vary. People have different symptoms. Some people have no symptoms. One guy who um, had coronavirus who tested positive said that he only had a um, fever for eight hours for the entire time. He was one of the early people who was tested. And for the entire time, he never had any symptoms besides a fever for eight hours. Literally no other symptoms. Gagged. Again, uh, Idris Alba has zero symptoms. Um, so some people just, I mean, I think symptoms vary. So may, honestly, but also maybe it was something different. Maybe you got a, maybe you have a cold. Maybe, who knows? I mean, I know. all I know is you and I aren't famous enough to get Corona tests. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I read this article today and it was saying how like social distancing social distancing seems like it's gonna be a temporary thing, but like no, like this is gonna be something that we're gonna have to do every couple of months for, for like from now until forever. I was like, no way. No way. Well, I mean, it only I think that it will work. It maybe we won't have to do it forever, but if we do it for a long time, like I think if people really, really, really start taking this seriously and then people really, really, really let coronavirus die out, then we won't have a problem with this. But everyone has to be really fucking serious about it. Like, okay, so I went walking today. Let me just clarify. (laughs) Social distancing, I have been keeping a lot of space between me and everyone else. I'm wearing a mask, I'm wearing gloves, my skin is covered, and I went to go uh, hand in my taxes, my tax information, all my 1099s and stuff. Which it was just extended, by the way. Yeah, girl, but but honestly, I was like, why why put off tomorrow what I can do today? That's honestly, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I went down there, handed handed my stuff to the people, but on the way down, I was like, these motherfuckers, like, there are New Yorkers wearing masks and stuff, but for the most part, people were acting like they didn't give a fuck, and I want to send a message to all the older people, people over 55 years old, stay your old ass in the fucking house. <laughs> if you are old, listen to this, stay your old ass in the house before you get sick. Like, it is serious. This is like this rare turn of events where I'm like yelling at old people to fucking stay in the house. Like, stay in the house. Like, stay your ass in the house. But well, weren't you gagged to Like, there was this old too. lady down the street, and I was like, okay, well, also... But then again, we also need to be checking on our old relatives, checking on our old neighbors to be like, do you need anything? So that old people, maybe there are old people who don't have anyone and have to go out. But I also have a feeling that a lot of them just aren't taking it seriously. I mean, I mean, do you have any family members who you don't think are taking it very seriously? No, I think my family members are taking it seriously. I think that, that New York, for, like I told you, I was, locked up the, well, I was like locked up in the house for three days and I walked out of the house and I was like, New York City is like a regular old spring day. The streets were packed and busy like normal. I'm like, yo, y'all are not listening to what they're saying. Like, New York City's acting like nothing is going on. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. New York is basically, it looks like a normal day, except a couple of people look like they were painting their apartments and wearing masks. <laughs> like, that's the difference. And also, I'm um, very and- sad about the, the, the depletion of dick happening right now. This is very sad for me. 
Haven't experienced it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ew. Um, <laughs> why did your voice sound like that? Ew. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh, why? That makes me very uncomfortable. Please stop. Why? Why? <laughs> Talking like that. <laughs> Ew. Maybe I'm gonna be on a Nickelodeon show now. <laughs> you always want what I got. Doing voices, honey. <laughs> Have you never heard me talk like that before? I mean, a little bit, but that it just sounds really extreme. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> to me. Uh, wait, did, did, are we allowed to talk about your Nickelodeon show? Do we have to bleep that? No, because we, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. I don't think I'm gonna get in trouble. Wait, you think we have to bleep it? No, I, okay, no, so I, I can, can talk about can it. We talk about the sh the Nickelodeon show that is never coming out. You've been doing what is it, 95 <laughs> episodes in one season? You have been doing voices for 99 days. What the hell is going on? Like Monet's been talking about. I I have literally in the time. I'm not being funny. In the time that Monet has been recording this show, I have recorded three TV shows. <laughs> they will all be out before Monet well, gets animation a is a different. Bob. Animation is different. Animation is a long time. It it comes out in the fall. It's supposed to come out in the fall. Now who knows what? Now it was, it was, it was gonna start. Oh no! I'm September. starting to think that Allison Mossy was uh, the one casting you in this. <laughs> Oh my God! No, and, no, it's supposed to come out in the fall. But it has some really big names. It's me. It's um Patina Miller. It is um um Norm Lu uh, Norm Lewis, the guy from Broadway. Norm Lewis. I know who Norm. I know who Norm Lewis. Norm is. Lewis. Um Nico Tortorella. Do you, even, do you even know who Norm Lewis is, Mom? I do. Well, I know him from Porgy and Bess. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you even know Porgy and Bess? Have you ever seen Porgy and Bess? I am a theater major. Okay, I, that doesn't mean you've seen opera. The other day we were talking, okay, Porgy and Bess is also one of those shows. It's an operetta, it's an operetta, but it's... Exactly, so Monet is always shocked. For example, Once Smith Island is also an operetta. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It is technically, it is technically an operetta, but there are all these shows that Monet seems really shocked that I know. So when it comes to <laughs> operettas, that's when they land in the world of theater because most of the people who work in operettas are theater actors, not operettas opera actors for example like one of the big famous people who made candide really famous for my generation anyway was kristen chenoweth because she did a really popular rendition of glitter and bk from candide uh -huh. um then you, i was so you gaggy doing these... candide why why is that so shocking money i went to school for theater because okay just because you went to school for theater doesn't mean you know operas and operettas Okay, but operettas land in the world of musical theater. Just like just like Norm Lewis being in Porgy and Bess, Porgy and Bess is a musical theater. It's like one of those musical theater shows. Okay, but have you ever seen the opera Porgy and Bess? Have you, have you ever gone to the Met to see Porgy and Bess? Okay, first of all, the Met is the only place you get to see operas. And two, no, I hate opera. I hate opera. What if you hate opera, but you like music? I, I've, I've never seen an opera that I was like, I'm so glad I saw it. Okay, Porgy and Every Bess would be I've a ever great seen, one. I've always been like, this is so boring and I, I don't even want to call them all out because some of them I worked at like doing like a thing but I went to go see an opera this past should I say it? Is this, I'm just say it just say, say, say it there and there. Okay. Being a pussy. Well, I went to go see um uh, uh, and oh. I was like this is not good well, the honestly, because that's like a new age opera. You gotta go see the classics, like like. Lambo. I saw the classic. I saw I saw the Marriage of Figaro. Okay, that's not a not good one. The Marriage of Figaro is a, is a classical opera in in that period. By it's not fun. You got you, you, you have to see something more romantic, like something like La Boheme. You have to go see. Um, uh, uh, I don't think I like operas, and that's okay. Just like when fucking Alfredo be trying to get me to go watch. Uh, Ballets. I've only seen one ballet in my life. First of all, I have a really weird story about this ballet. So my uncle was dating this guy, and the guy uncle told Steve. him he was going to take Uncle Steve. And Uncle Steve's boyfriend said he was going to take us to go see the brat. Do you remember the brat? Of course, I love the brat. What do you like? So I was the brat was this. She was an Atlanta superstar. I was so I could not believe I was going to go see the brat. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> We're going to see the brat. This is huge. <laughs> and then we got there, and then it was this fucking ballet show. And, and then I looked at him, and I was like, wait, so is this going to be? Like something. Oh, there's a siren going around my apartment. Sorry, guys. And I was like, so is this going to be one of those things where I, like I get to see the brat after this? I was in middle school. I didn't know any better. And he was like, no, the brat comes after this. And then the whole thing happened. 
and then she never came out. And I was like, and he goes, but wasn't that fun? I was like, this was bullshit. <laughs> this was not fun. You tricked me and you lied to me. Uncle Steve and was trying to get you cultured. He was trying to get you cultured, bitch. No, let me tell you why Uncle Steve is shady because Uncle Steve didn't even go. He was like this shit. He goes, you take him. <laughs> so he took me and my brother. Uncle Steve did not attend. It was me, my brother, and Uncle Steve's fucking boyfriend. They're not together anymore because he's a lying piece of shit. <laughs> Wait, Uncle Steve or his or his boyfriend? His boyfriend. His fucking bo- ex. Gag. I want to meet Uncle Steve. Into any into any um parents out there or adults trying to like impress kids, don't tell the kids you're going to take them to see like fucking I don't know Megan the Stallion and then swing by the fucking Met Opera and make them watch fucking the marriage or the magic flute or some shit well you know what listen when I have kids I will I will definitely resort to stunts like that because I feel like the experience of them seeing the opera or the ballet or whatever is more enriching and they probably would not want to go if they didn't hear that Megan the Stallion wasn't going to be there but it didn't work on me I think you should just say I'm going to take y'all to go see the magic flute as opposed the being like we about to go see um cardi b <laughs> imagine if you are a child geared up to go see cardi b and then you start hearing some <laughs> do you know what do you know what do you know opera that's from it's from the magic flute oh, i literally just said yes. that it's the money it's literally the most famous aria in the world <laughs> it's not the most famous aria in the world I think the Queen of the Night Aria is no, probably the most famous Aria. No, and Dornma is probably more popular than that. Do you know the story of um, Aretha, Franklin? Aretha Franklin? Of course, I know. Nessun Dorma. So wait, so how do you how do you understand the story? I just understand that she. Just, I mean, I don't know the story. I just I've heard her sing it. There's a story behind it. So you don't know the story. Um, I thought you meant like if no, I've so, heard it. Yes, I've heard it. So the story is Pavarotti was supposed to. Okay, sing first it. of all, ill Pavarotti. Pavarotti, continue. Oh my god! Okay, are are you the person that goes to a fucking uh, store and asks for bruschetta <laughs> on their fucking pizza like an asshole? It's a bruschetta, but sure. A bruschetta. <laughs> oh my god, you're a monster. Anyway, so Pavarotti was supposed to sing these in Dorma, but for some reason he couldn't make it for whatever reason. And then Aretha Franklin was like, "I know it." <laughs> and they were like, "I'm sorry, wait, what?" She was like, "I know it." <laughs> and they were like Aretha are you just gonna she goes, I'm gonna sing Nice and Dorma so Aretha walks out in her fucking fur coat which I, I think live. is five polar bears sewed together <laughs> oh my to, god to, to her, her, her big ass body may she and rest then, in peace Jesus oh man she's resting in a lot of pieces at this point I'm sure she walks out with her fucking purse which legendarily always has money in yeah, it because she makes everyone pay her in cash she gets paid in cash at the, the end. she gets her she, she gets her deposit sent ahead of time. Then she shows up and she wants cash I on love hand. That. So she's at the fucking, I think it's the Grammys or some, I don't know where, music musical where I can't remember what show it is, but she fucking is sitting there with her purse with thousands of dollars in it, <laughs> singing Nisa Dorma, like completely, like with, she didn't even have long to rehearse with those people. That is so funny to I me. fucking love Aretha Franklin. She better Just do. imagine Aretha being like, I know it. I know it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, she did know it. I mean, the diction was crazy, but she knew it. That is so funny to me. That is so funny. And you know, Aretha Franklin was apparently legendary for like leaving restaurants without paying in Detroit. Wait, why would she not pay? When, when I hear rich people do shit like that, I'm like, you are a fucking cajillionaire. Pay the goddamn tab. I think it's because she's a diva. She is. I am a diva from head to toe. Um, no, but you should still pay your fucking, especially for those waiters. Could you imagine those waiters being like, "Ooh, Aretha Franklin at my table tonight. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a get a nice tip, whatever it is," and then she just fucking. D- fucking dining and dashing no trash maybe she left the tip and didn't pay the bill but also maybe it's all just a nasty rumor and aretha franklin was a fine upstanding citizen but it would not <laughs> shock me but it but there would be no shock if i found out that aretha franklin was just not paying her bills at restaurants yeah i would i, uh, I would be shocked by that bob but you would or you would not i would that aretha franklin didn't pay her bills uh, i would that would oh shock i me. would that's that sounds very par for the course for miss franklin all right let's let's take a little break Mom. all right Monet, what can you get for like ten dollars a month? Like a like Spotify, Netflix, um, maybe ten bags of chips, Hulu, two coffees, a bacon egg and cheese with some chips, or you can get a premium Patreon subscription to Sibling Rivalry on Patreon. Yes, you can be a sibling for ten dollars, and for five, you can be a cousin. Ah. 
And for one dollar, you can be a stranger. Yeah, we don't know you, but we like you. So please, if you want to make help us make more great content like this, go to siblingrivalrypodcast.com slash support. How you like them apples, Mo? Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M U S I C P L U S T A L K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. I don't like apples, actually. I like oranges. You don't like apples? No, okay. Okay. We gotta, now we gotta hop back in because Monet, there was a. <laughs> okay. Welcome back, guys. So, a while back, <laughs> there is this really funny story. A while back, Monet. <laughs> what is the story you about to say? So Monet does this thing where she is where she's trying to eat healthy, where she will try to like act like she likes unhealthy food more than she likes health like unhealthy food. She'll like act like she only eats organic. So I, I was just one day we were, so we were sitting down one day and Monet would just goes, "Ugh, I just love apples." <laughs> Like, I will never forget this. I have known, I have known Monet Exchange for eight years. I know the stuff she loves, but I, but Monet was at this point in her life on a health kick and she was eating really healthy. I remember this when you were losing weight and stuff. And I remember you would just, you would get so frustrated with yourself because you wanted to eat healthy and you would be saying this stuff. And then I will never forget you just being like, Ugh, I just love apples. <laughs> I do love apples. Oh, I love them. I just, I'm obsessed with them. I can't, I just can't stop thinking about apples. <laughs> and I have, I think I've probably seen you eat three apples. <laughs> as long as I've known you, bitch. Oh my God, you oh, are that was so ridiculous. That was one of the funniest moments. And I could, you, do you remember when I kept saying that over and over again? Oh, I remember. I, let me say something. When Bob hankers down on something, he will fucking ride it into the sunset. Oh my god! I just cannot forget you d- doubling down on how great apples are. Like it was this whole I love apples. All right, uh, you know what? Welcome I, what back, I, everyone. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast. I was I was gonna say I remember when you um when you when so Bob again we we t- we said this before in the podcast. Bob loves to watch the internet. Like he brings people over to his home, and we just literally watch YouTube for <laughs> hours and hours on end. <laughs> And I remember one of the first things you made me watch on your fucking back on 90, 985 Amsterdam. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, yes. I'm, yeah, I don't live there anymore, so yeah. Yeah, you don't live there anymore. Um, and one of the first things you made me watch was fucking, um, oh my God, oh my God. You said it was one of your favorite musicals you've ever seen. Oh, I made you watch the whole thing? No, we just, we watched like the first, we didn't get through the whole thing because I, oh. I couldn't, but we, we did, we definitely watched the opening number. And it's legally, it's called Legally Blonde, the musical, with, which is really good. With Laura, Laura Bell Bundy? L- Laura Bell Bundy. Laura yep. Bell She's Bundy. really great in that musical. She's so good. I mean, Laura Bell Bundy was also in Hairspray. She was one of the, uh, she was, she was the, the young girl who hates Tracy Turnblad. Oh, really? Amber? Yeah. OBC, original Broadway cast. Really? Yep, yep, yep. What, okay, but what about what about Legally Blonde speaks to you? I just it it just doesn't seem like something you would be into. It's just not your judge at all. Well, I think it's because Legally Blonde. So Legally Blonde aired on MTV when I was a theater major in college. So my freshman year of theater, my freshman year of college, um, two thousand four, 
um, for some reason, MTV decided to air Legally Blonde just on MTV. So all of the theater majors would get together. And also, there are these brand new dorms at, dorms at my college. They were massive. There were four-bedroom, four-bathroom dorms. There were four-bedroom, four-bathroom apartments, each dorm. Yeah. And we were all... Yeah, I know it was crazy. And I lived off campus. I was so fucking jealous. I lived in a shack off campus. <laughs> uh, I, I literally I literally lived in a shack. I lived in a... I lived in a guest house behind my landlord's house. Oh, that is some country <laughs> shit. You have no idea. You have no idea. Um, anyway, so we all got together and watched it, and it was just so, like, I don't even know if it is if it actually is good or if it will stand the test of time, but I just remember being really into it and being excited, all of my friends gathering around to just experience this Broadway show on MTV. And I don't think they've even done it since then, but if you yeah. it, it's probably... It's, if you look for it, it's probably still online somewhere, but it is so, it was really good. And it, it's just a part of my brain now. You know what I mean? Well, I don't, I don't see them reviving Le- Maybe in like 10, maybe like 20 years, they might revive Legally Blonde, but I don't see that happening. I think it was just for the moment. Legally Blonde is a good musical and it lasted, I think, I don't know how long it ran. Let's find out how long, how long Legally Blonde ran. I don't even know what is a good run for Broadway. I feel like for uh, a Broadway oh, show, Lion King. if you last... Okay, no, okay, there's, okay, there, you always, you you always jump to the exception. You will jump to, like, <laughs> the is. most it extreme is. version. It is. Yes, that is a, that's beyond a good, I think a good run, in my opinion, is like two or three years. Brought, Lion King's been on Broadway since, I think, like, 1995 or 1996. <laughs> that is a very, Monet's like, Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> if it ain't Phantom of the Opera, it ain't good. And I'm like, well, then Phantom of the Opera is the only good Broadway musical that's running that long because most shows... You know, Broadway musicals weren't initially meant to last that long. Like, these shows that have been there... Okay, Phantom started... So there's Phantom, Wicked, um, Hamilton. Yeah. uh, All these fucking shows. uh, Legally Blonde lasted for one year. One year is trash. That's not trash. There are shows that close before they open, Monet. Literally. (laughs) Oh, really? There are shows that... Yes, there are shows that close before they open. Like what? Like like previews? One year is not bad. Yeah, there are shows that close in previews. Some some shows close before previews because pre because preview ticket sales are so low. Shut that up. That is how some shows be. Yes, mom. Oh, that is embarrassing. Uh, we'll, look up, we'll, we'll look up some of some of the short some of the shortest run shows on Broadway. We should do um, we should do but, a um, sibling rivalry musical. You know, honestly, okay. Well, let me let, let me finish the thing because I, I want to talk about that because I, I I really want to talk about that to be honest. But the, like so, these Broadway shows that last forever, like the the sets sometimes fall apart because initially they weren't meant to last as long. You think the set for Phantom of the Opera was meant to last thirty something years? <laughs> I think the fucking uh, the chandeliers falling for real about halfway through the show. <laughs> I have to say, Phantom of the Opera was like one of like the first musicals I, I like ever went to go see, and I fucking hated it i hate the music i hate the story i fucking hate phantom of the opera so i looked it up the third shortest was liza at the palace but also i think liza got sick during this show or liza was was actually in it so liza got sick and she was like fainting it only went for 22 shows but she was like fainting she kept passing out because she was just so i don't know doped up old i guess not I don't know if she was fucked up at this time. I think Liza's one of those folks who's like, is fucked up, isn't fucked up, like on and off fucked up forever. But she kept like, apparently she kept fainting during the show. And like, she just, she couldn't, she couldn't keep it up. So they had to close the show early. So it's not like Liza couldn't sell. Cause mama, Liza sells tickets. Of course tickets, she does. Mama. Of course, of course. So I'm kind of obsessed with Liza Minnelli. I know you are. You have, you, you want to go. Liza to- Minnelli, Whoopi Goldberg, Carol, Carol Channing, Channing, and RuPaul. These, okay, I mean, I like RuPaul. I'm not obsessed with RuPaul. I like RuPaul though. RuPaul is fierce. I was sometimes I look at RuPaul and I'm like, you are really fucking fierce. Yeah, he's alright. Um, so Phantom was one of my first operas, but like the very first opera, I like, I mean, opera, uh, the uh, the very first musical I ever saw, and my school took us because I went to a performing arts school in Manhattan. PPAS, shout out to PPAS. Woo woo. We have great alumni, Alicia Keys, Britney Spears, <laughs> Monet Exchange. Um, they took us to go see a musical our sophomore year, which was Rent. Like we saw it like Rent on Broadway. Um, that is not appropriate for high school kids, is it? Um, New York high school kids, yeah. That's like fucking and stuff. Yeah, we went to go see Rent on Broadway, um, right there on 40th Street um, in the theater. It, it was, and, and I was like, wow, this is a great musical experience to go see. When I was in high school, I saw a high school production of Equus. It's not a musical, 
Um, but I remember thinking to myself, like, this is inappropriate. Equus is this play about this, like, kid who, like, works with horses, and he, like, talks to the horses. Anyway, there's a famous nude scene in it. There's this very famous scene where the kid is, like, butt naked with a horse. Um, like like I a child? Myself, no, he's, he's, well, it's played by an adult normally, but this was a high school production, so he was in high school, and he was butt naked on stage. You know, Daniel Radcliffe played this role on Broadway, and he did it fully nude. Ooh, did he have a nice dong? Um, I don't remember, and um, if, yeah, I don't remember. If you don't remember, I'm probably sure wasn't good. You, I'm sure if you Google Daniel Radcliffe uh, penis picture, but I, you know, I just want to point out that a lot, penises are great in a lot of different shapes and sizes. I'm not here to uh, shame. Oh my God. I'm not saying that. You're being so extra. I'm just saying. I just asked you if you had a nice one. A nice so is what, what, nice. What, what, nice what, means whatever what it is does a, to you. What, and what is a nice one, Monet? What is a nice dong? A nice head, huh? a nice a nice head on it, a nice... Do you remember the thing I said earlier where you just keep saying the same word over and over again? <laughs> what is nice? Nice is like when it's nice and it's like <laughs> nice. And when it's nice, it has to be nice. There, there is this sentiment someone told me that black ladies do when they go to restaurants. And I didn't believe it until I saw my mom do it. And I was like, this is so funny. They say when black ladies go to restaurants, they often say, um, it's like people ask them how their food was, they just say, oh, this, this, this is nasty. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, well, what's wrong with it? And they'll just go, it's just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to being like, oh, it's too salty. Oh, the temperature's cold. It's a little mushy. I don't like the consistency. And then, and then my mom did it. And my mom was like, I don't like this place. It's nasty. And then I, and then I was like, okay, I cannot believe she said that. I was like, so mom, what, what exactly is like, is wrong with the place? She goes, it's just nasty. <laughs> that shit. But honestly, sometimes that is just the word you need. There's nothing else. It's just nasty. What? I don't know if it's too salty. I don't know. It's just nasty, and that works. <laughs> uh, but if you say, but if you say if it's too salty, then folks can start making amendments to their uh, to their food. At that point, it's probably too late. You know, in my so like I said, I went to, P- to PBS and like we did like a big musical theater production and a big drama production every year. But one of the one of the musicals they did in high school was Bat Boy. Do you know Bat Boy? I know. Hold, Love uh, me, Bat Boy. Bad boy. Kiss yeah. me, Bat Boy. Waiting Bad to boy. die. Bad Boy is a, For those who don't know, Bat Boy is a musical written based off of this tabloid. <laughs> there was this like tabloid that was like a bat person found in, in a, a cave. cave. Yes. And yes, then, bad and then boy. someone wrote an entire musical based off of this tabloid. Yeah, I love it. It was, it was a really cute. I, I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. What was, what was the first mean, musical you saw? The first musical I ever saw. Mm, I think I was in the first musical I ever saw. I think it was it was Grease. Word. And Please tell me you played Danny. No, no, I was. I I can't sing, so I was. <laughs> I did not have a lead role. I was in the chorus. But what you don't know is that in high school I was a very serious dancer. Like I was always cast. What are you laughing about? What is so fucking funny? What are you? What is so fucking funny, bitch? <laughs> you were a very monster. serious dancer. What is that? Yes, I was one of the dancers. I was like, I was like in, like I was like a serious dancer. So I was always like one of the main dancers. I was the one teaching everyone how to dance. And when we, whenever we did musicals, I was always one of the dancers. Um, ex- unless there was like a really funny speaking role, I would play those roles as well. And there's actually a great photo of me on the in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, the AJC, which is like the New York Times of Atlanta. And I'm I'm on the cover of the arts section, and it's me with my little dreadlocks, and I am holding this uh, girl on my shoulder because I was a fucking dancer, mom. No, that's because you were like you were some big black nigga that they that, that you you can lift people up. That's what you no. were. I was a solid 150 pounds, soaking wet with rain boots on. And so what happened um, to the dancing abilities then? I can still dance better than you, Mom. I bet you wish. That's, that's not what I better fans say you. when they see our show. They were like, oh, Monet's the dancer. That is... I will, I will give you a full 14 days of uh, quarantine <laughs> to find those comments. Oh, I will find I'll them. wait... And I'll put them. I'll, I'll, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll put them all in the grid and put them on our Patreon. Yeah, please do, honey. <laughs> because I I can still cut a rug. I will take a rug and some scissors and cut that motherfucker up. <laughs> so wait, so did you? So did you like do ballet? No, I I did uh, like jazz and lyrical and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't do any. I didn't do the formal training because my school didn't have a uh, dance program. We had a theater program. 
but I was just like a naturally just a really good dancer. I will say Bob is a very good stepper. There are these videos of Bob coaching his fucking little white girl step team <laughs> on <laughs> YouTube. I've coached more than just white girl step teams, by the way. I, I coached one white girl step team in college, but I used to also work at the Boys and Girls Club. I worked at the uh, YMCA. Um, and I had all these like young, like black step teams that I used to coach. And I, t I, that was like how I made money in high school. Like that was like one of my first jobs. Right. Um, but I used to be part of a group called gentlemen of quality. Oh my God. This is so funny. Not so I was in high quality. school. It was like a high school fraternity God. called G called GQ gentlemen of quality. And it was like teaching us how to be man. I mean, it's really toxic when I think about it nowadays. Right. But it was like, how would I be? But also, it was literally just a hideout place for all the faggots. Like, the, the, the GQ team was just where all the gay boys went to hide out who didn't want to be in the theater program. But I was like, I'm double dipping. I'm in both. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take more than one. Thanks, girls. <laughs> and I ended up being the choreographer for the step team. It was so gay. It was in our, our, uh, our like, teacher who sponsored the whole program. His name was uh, Mr. Colbert. His name was Jeremiah Colbert. Shout out, Jeremiah Colbert, if you are listening to this by Oh, chance. my God. What if he listening to it? Because I'm sure he was gay as hell. No, Jeremiah Colbert was not gay. Jeremiah Colbert was definitely straight, but all the gay boys had crushes on him. Now, I did not have a crush on him because he was a little too butch for me. Anyone who's ever seen any of my partners knows that I just really love him, femme and flimsy. But Jeremiah Colbert was built like a fucking shit brick house. He was, like, really buff and, like, really tall and just, it's like really like intense looking guy and all the other gays were just like obsessed with him and i was like yeah all right. did you ever did you ever like was it ever a teacher that you were into like that a teacher i was into no i never had a teacher that i really thought was super attractive or anything because i mean i just like i really like uh i the only word i can think of to describe is like faggots i mean really gay queers I mean I honestly I really like um I really like my sixth 6th grade gym teacher he's also my homeroom teacher Mr. Martinez oh he was so damn fine what was so great about Mr. Martinez Mr. Martinez was like 6 foot 2 he was our gym teacher but he was also like a professional bodybuilder so sometimes he would like I think on his I'm trying to remember back then what was his phone or because it definitely was an iPad, so maybe it was his computer, or maybe it was just it was actual pictures, and he would show us of his like bodybuilding. I was, and I remember being sixth grade Monet, like, oh my god, and you was already fucking by then. I, <laughs> it was seventh grade. I started fucking. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me, I don't want to make you too young. <laughs> but in sixth grade, I remember like, oh my god, this is so hot. He's so hot, um, and. Yeah, I've, obviously I've never seen him again, but I remember Mr. Martinez. He was he just he was just that guy. I did have this one friend that used to come to my uh, shows all the time, and he um, he's just one of those folks who is really really pretty, mm -hmm. and he is a, a college professor. But I remember thinking to myself like, there's no way this guy could ever be my college professor. He's just so insanely pretty. Um, but by that time he was, I mean I was fully out of college, and he was just a guy that used to come to my shows all the time. So talk to me about Yannick. Do you do you remember do you remember Yannick? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A, a very beautiful brown brown guy. Yes. Yeah, anyway, Yannick um, with, with with the really hairy chest. Yeah, he was a furball. Yeah. 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 So talk to me about this sibling rivalry, the musical. Because I honestly think I think it could be fairs. Okay, so I've been wanting to write the movie sibling rivalry. I know the you know movie. I mean? Yes. <laughs> And I, I don't know if I told everyone this idea, but the idea is that uh, our mother, we're siblings, like real life siblings. Our mother has passed away, and then we are both fighting over the will to see who can get the money. One of us is really, really classy and like drives an Escalade and is married with kids. Not an Escalade. Other, what in the, you are so Atlanta. Escalade, bitch? Yeah, she, yeah she's, an Uber, she's an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said an Escalade, that is so damn country. Anyway, continue. No, it, well, I am country. I know. You, you, do you mind? I want, if, um, if I'm the class one, I want to have a Range Rover. I'm not driving no fucking Escalade. Okay, well, okay, let's get one thing clear. You are not the classy one. <laughs> yes, I am, bitch. <laughs> let's, let's get one thing, <laughs> let's make one thing abundantly clear. Oh, you, Monet, that was funny. 
You bitch, I, you, you are hilarious these days. Uh, whatever. The classy one. I, mean, I don't think you have the acting chops to pull that off. <laughs> bitch, what, what acting chops you got? Oh, that was good. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Um, but the idea is we're, we're fighting over this will, and then as the, the movie progresses, you find out that um, the classy one actually doesn't... She's not married anymore. She's having a hard time struggling with her kids, and the one who is, like, more hood has actually been taking care of the mom the whole time, but she's actually the one who's more sympathetic and, like, caring and stuff. So, I mean, you will have an acting challenge to try to act like you're caring and sympathetic. <laughs> but, but I believe you can rise to that occasion. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that could be turned into a musical, don't you think? I think definitely. I Listen, I think that I, I really want to do this movie. I think we need to fucking Hurricane Bianca this shit, crowdsource, and then only use half of the funds to make the movie. <laughs> Well, okay, so years ago, I saw this um, show. Do you know who Cole Escola is? No. So Cole Escola is this comedian. He's on At Home with Amy Sedaris and a couple of other shows. He's also a writer for the other two on um, Comedy Central. Anyway, Cole Escola used to partner up with this guy named Jeffrey Self, who was on 30 Rock for a while. He played Tina Fey's nephew or something. Mm -hmm. And um, they used to do these shows, and I went to go see this play they did down at a... Like down somewhere on like the Bowery Ballroom, I think. Mm -hmm. And oh no, it was at Dixon Place. I remember now it was at Dixon Place on the Lower East Side. And I remember seeing this. It was these two best friends who wrote a musical and they had this big show and everyone came. And I was thinking to myself, bitch, me and Monet could easily do that. Right. Hello. Should we get together and write sibling? Because listen, both of us write music. We yeah. should write sibling rivalry the musical. Okay. Do you, I think we should start off as a movie first and move into musical? Don't you think? I think if we actually do a musical and do it live, we can actually make money and do a movie. That is true. All right, what do you guys think? Comment below. No, this, this is not or, YouTube. Actually, this is YouTube. This will be on Some YouTube. of you might be watching on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, comment it's below. Like, comment below and should let we us know. do should we do sibling rivalry the musical? And do you guys think Monet should play the classy one or the hood one? I would I mean I would I play the hood one would be more fun, but I feel like I'm just I'm I'm more designed to be the classy one. I'm not trying to come for you, I'm just stating the facts. Money, you are I can't even tell if you're being serious. I'm or not. being dead there serious. Is a, there is a moment and I only have one part written. I think the opening scene is gonna be everyone sitting around the funeral, around the casket, and they're at the funeral like, I wonder how she died. Everyone's like talking about how she died. And then finally someone goes, I wonder how it happened, and then I walk in and I go, probably from embarrassment, and I'm dressed in all black. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> is that a great line that's funny that's good how she died probably from embarrassment then I then you can see me walking in all black with like a huge hat with like a veil okay so my grandma and this I got this image from my aunt Faye at my grandma's funeral uh -huh. I think my aunt Faye was like oh it's a fashion show my aunt Faye <laughs> was wearing like like it looked like a like a Mugler suit. Work. She had on half gloves. You know the gloves that only cover uh -huh. your fingers. She had this hat with a veil. She had a black kerchief. I was like Aunt Faye, this is so much. Was this your grandma's funeral that you that, that you killed because the angel told you not to go? <laughs> oh my god, I did not kill my grandma Liz. And this is at my grandma Julie's funeral. This is at my paternal my paternal grandma's funeral. Paternal grandma. um, and, she, and she just died from good old cancer. Oh um, my god, <laughs> and that was in uh, 2006, maybe. I can't remember. Damn. Um, let's take another little short break. Sure. Bob the Drag Queen. You know I got a talk show, right? I love your talk show. It is on the Build series. We premiere on YouTube every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. We have amazing guests like Taraji P. Henson, RuPaul, Iggy Azalea, even Bob the Drag Queen did it. Well, you got Bob the Drag Queen once? Bob the Drag Queen, bitch. Girl, you better tune in, honey. Yes, every Thursday at 5.30 on YouTube. All right, and we's back. Not Wee's back. Wee's back, y'all. <laughs> um, That's the classy one, Monet. Wee's back. <laughs> <laughs> what were you asking me before? What What is the best like piece of theater or like opera you've ever seen? The like the best live theater. It wasn't like a concert, but like a, but like a, a show. The best live theater I've seen. I think that would be. Um. 
You can't think of something really good you've seen? I've seen many good productions, Bob. I, I go to the theater a lot. I don't know what you be doing, but I go to see things. When, when, was, when was the last... The, what was the last couple of I was, plays you went to? I went to go or? see this new Porgy and Bess in in, in, uh, in January when it, came, when it was out, came back to the Met. Mom. In January? Yes. Of what year, Mom? 2020. Mm. I want to see the receipt. Same, show me a ticket stuff, please. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Show pretty good. Um, probably, honestly, one of my, one of my one of my favorite operas that I've that I've seen many a time is uh, the Magic Flute. But seeing the um, the Caramore production about five years ago up in um, Caramore. What's Caramore? Caramore is this is this young artist program. All right, I don't want everyone to fall asleep, so I'm gonna change. This. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a really good production. What what is the best stage production you've seen? I mean, I think probably one of the best shows I saw was when I, when I was in London. I saw Hamilton on the West End, and I remember thinking to myself, "This might be the best show I've ever seen." Like it really—I don't want to be a basic bitch, but like it's a really fucking good show. The, my only critique to Hamilton is that they really loop a lot of the same music, but also so does Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I'm also not crazy about him either. But I do love it. Jesus Christ Superstar, but they loop that around. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> Hamilton is probably the best show I've ever seen with my own eyes. Okay, this was, was the West End version? It was on the West End, yeah. So you've never seen on Broadway? I have not seen Hamilton on Broadway, no. Have you? Nope. Cracker, though. Cracker I mean, has gone like four times in drag. She's crazy. I think if you go to the lottery in drag, they're like, put that drag queen in the fucking <laughs> But imagine... I mean, you went to go see a Broadway show in drag. We went to go see Waitress, and for some reason, you were in full face with... Like, with... Why, why were you in drag at Waitress? Because I had, I was filming my talk show, and so then I had to, like, run up from there. And also, I wasn't... I just had my face on. I had my my clothes on. I just had my makeup on. Well, you be wearing t-shirts in drag. I, I can't tell when you in drag, when you getting dressed. I don't even know what you're doing anymore. <laughs> Well, you be wearing t-shirts, so I can't. I, I remember the other day. I'm not even kidding. I mean, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. Well, what? We'll, that would be fine. Monet did episode. Monet is on an episode of the pit stop with me, and I literally couldn't tell if you were getting dressed or if you were ready to. Bob, I, like, I had on a denim vintage um, jumpsuit. What do you mean? You think I just wear that around town? If if you showed it to my house wearing a denim jumpsuit, I'd be like, oh, hey, a that would not vintage, seem weird at all. A vintage oh. jumpsuit. And that's what makes it drag. Okay, I don't know. Like, Monet, you be wearing crazy stuff. If, if you showed up my house in a jumpsuit, I'd be like, oh, work, Monet's in a jumpsuit. You look good. Let's keep moving, girl. <laughs> next next thing, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, have you ever seen, like, a Broadway show that you were like, this is bad? Like this is a bad Broadway show. Okay, not okay. The show wasn't bad. I mean, I mean the show wasn't bad, but like the story of wait. The, I don't like the story of waitress. I'm like, I just I feel like th- there's no point in the story where the stakes are super high. Yeah, she's with the abusive guy Earl or whatever, but I just feel like there should be something like she like loses the baby or something really dramatic. Should Damn. Happen. Yes. Damn. Yes. Jesus I want. I want. I want. Christ. I want to cry. <laughs> I. Jeez, Monet. What do you mean? <laughs> well, she's with like, kill the baby. <laughs> it makes sense. She's with that abusive husband. It'll make sense that he beats her up and she loses the baby. Jesus, Monet. What in the what in the lifetime movie are you trying to fucking produce? I'm just saying. Monet, like, I want I want her to get beat. I want the baby to die. I want the company to fold. And I want her pies to taste like shit. Um yeah, that was a lot of pie talk. I'm a girl who bakes pies. Right. Every song is a metaphor about pies. Pies. I was like, oh my God, I get it. There's fucking pies. I get it. It's the whole thing about pies. Pies. It, it was, it was, that was some white people musical I've ever seen. It I was, was like, this is, it was. This is some shit that people from Ohio would love. And I could smell the Ohio in the air in the theater that night. <laughs> well, but Todrick was good in that show, though. Oh, Todrick, Todrick is always... Anything, anything I've seen... And Kiki Boots, Todrick was so good in Kiki Boots when I saw him in it. Todrick is a great oh, th- stage yeah. actor. Um, I've seen Kiki Boots a few... I think I've seen Kiki Boots more times than any of any other Oh, play, me too. To I honest. saw it four times. I saw it with... I saw it once with uh, Billy. I saw it twice with Todrick. And I saw it once with our friend, Crystal Demir. Yeah, I saw it twice with Todrick, once with Crystal Demure. Uh, wait, twice with Todrick, once with Crystal Demure. Um, I saw it in London, and I saw it with Wayne Brady. How was how was the London show? 
Um, okay, so during the London show, oh my god. So <laughs> when I went to the London, no, no, this is not it's not gonna be juicy. But so I hooked up with this guy before going to the London show. Uh -huh. And then after we hooked up, he looked at me and goes, Oh, I'm just getting over the flu. And I was like, Oh, that's, sorry, oh, that's when that happened. Yes. So I went to London and then when I got there, I had the flu on my way to London. And on the plane, my phone fell into the crack of my seat right. and then I reclined and my phone got destroyed. Snap. And then I was and then Louise, my old assistant, accidentally bought me NyQuil instead of DayQuil and I was high. So I was like in London with no phone and I was as high as I've ever been in my like in the past like 12 years i was like so high i was like oh my god i can't think straight i can't like i couldn't even i couldn't even function properly so i went and saw that place so fucking high i don't remember anything about it when it worked um i don't know how people how do people take fucking no it was theraflu he bought me fucking drowsy theraflu yeah i don't even know theraflu gets you fucking i was fucking theraflu is the one that you put you put it in hot water right yeah girl i was destroyed yeah theraflu gets you right together and I was fucking walking through London with the flu, high, trying to watch a fucking West End show. That shit was crazy. Everybody sucking about Jamie. Oh, oh, well, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> what? Have you ever, because you used to audition for fucking Broadway shows. You remember you used to always go in for auditions? I did. I used to audition all the time. Like, what shows were you, you auditioned for Aladdin? What else you auditioned for? I auditioned for Aladdin. I auditioned for um, Book of Mormon. I auditioned for Lion King. So I used to audition for Broadway shows when I first, first, first moved here. But I was at a dance call for Wicked, right? Uh-huh. Because I was a dancer when I, when I, when I was younger, <laughs> Mom. So I was at a dance call for Wicked, and there's this one move they do, and then the, the choreographer was like, and listen, you all do really throw your body around don't be afraid to fall if you fall just get up and keep going i was like okay you know what i'm gonna take that advice oh god so i was like fucking throwing my body and then i fucking my legs flew underneath me and i just hit the ground and i fell <laughs> like and i got up and i was gonna like i was like he's gonna respect that i'm gonna keep dancing because he's gonna respect that i stood up and he looked at me and was like no thank you and just oh! did like the he did this thing where you where you hold your hand up and push it to the side like you just brush something away I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I embarrass yourself. Oh, he was like, can you please? <laughs> and he was literally like, don't, don't, don't be afraid to fall. Don't be embarrassed if you do. As soon as I fail, get the fuck that out of here. That is so but also, funny. I also want to talk one more thing too about um, a, a Broadway musical that we both love, which is Once on This Island. Oh my God, Once on This Island, so good. Hasadiba. Nope, that is not the musical. That is Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Um, What's the one which from is a, which is a which, That song is a parody of um, Hakuna Matata. Is it? Yeah. Every song in Book of Mormon is like essentially a parody of another musical song. Right. Um, and Hasadiba is. Uh, Once on This Island is. Mama will probably provide. one of the best musicals I've seen. Yeah, I gotta say that. I, I, I I'm forgot. Gonna, I'm thinking really hard. Of the best performances I've seen on Broadway with my own eyes, I will say number one was uh, Cynthia Revo in The Color Purple. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about The Color Purple. Yes. Yes. Wow, yes. 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 Forgetting about black people. You remember all the white stuff you saw. <laughs> and the um, <laughs> and the second most powerful. Broadway performance I've seen was Alex Newell as uh, Asaka. Yes, I mean, he was great. Alex Newell has one of the best voices I have ever heard with my own ears. It was so crazy. Bear in mind, I've also seen Jennifer Hudson perform. I saw Jennifer Hudson and Cynthia Revo together on the same stage. Oh my God, me Cynthia too. Revo, Cynthia Revo and Alex Newell have two of the best voices I have ever heard in real life. Alex Newell can fucking sing like his voice is so crazy I, I really hate that i can't sing it's so unfair uh, well i mean honestly i think it's good it's just because god could you imagine if you could sing as well you'd be so annoying why would i be annoying because you would be you you love to talk about singers sing all the time if you could sing you would sing all the time bitch you can tell a few jokes and you won't stop fucking cracking jokes all the time <laughs> You'll be singing all of the time. It would be so annoying. 
What's that guy say? Baby, when I looked up at the sky. Or is it something different? <laughs> if you could sing, Bob, you would literally not shut up. <laughs> that is so so uh, now I want to talk about this. So Alex Newell always said that he he never really considered himself an actor, which is so crazy because he's like on a TV show right now acting. Yeah. He's on Glee. He's in. He was on Broadway, but he said that only he would go back to Broadway if he could play Effie in Dreamgirls. And I've heard you say that you would like to play Effie in Dreamgirls. I would. Love I want to talk Effie. to you about that. Okay. But I don't think that it would be appropriate for you to play Effie. Why? I don't think you could sing that song, Monet. I've heard you sing it, but it doesn't. It wouldn't. Say, when you compare it to like people are going to be comparing you to like Amber Riley, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Jennifer Holiday. Those are the folks they'll be comparing your voice to. I feel like you would probably be a re- like a really amazing Curtis. I feel like if you were in Dreamgirls, you'd probably be Curtis. You'd probably be really good at it. No, I want to be the I want to be the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my God, you would be so good I as the be plant too. <laughs> oh my God, Monet. Honestly, I would love to come see you do that. Would be so. Good. You'd really also be good as Lola. You would be such a good Lola in Kinky Boots. I could do Lola too, but although that sits in a really weird place, the Audrey too sits in like the right place for me. Lola is not so much. Lola is. is uh... When I went to go see Todrick in Kinky Boots and went to the after party with him, mm-hmm. the producer came up to me and she was like, wait a minute, are you a drag queen? I said, yeah, I'm a drag queen. And then everyone was like, oh my God, he's really famous. He's a really famous drag queen. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was on TV, blah, blah. And she was like, can you sing? And I looked at her and I was like, listen, lady, don't even. You're barking up the wrong tree. I was like, you're barking up the wrong tree, honey. Just go go somewhere else. <laughs> Leave expectations at the door. Just let your eyes explore a cinematic flair from my boots to derriere. Oh, my God, Bob, stop. Oh my I got God. Honestly, I would, I would, I would, bitch, I would, I would absolutely pay money to watch you do, to watch you do the role of Lola. I would fucking, oh, I would, live. I would kill, first of all, I would kill it. I know you would kill it. It's just the singing would be fucked. They would just have to like, you have to like overdub you or something. No, I could, I could do it well enough for Bob, a show. no, you can My acting would be so good. It would be amazing, care. but the singing would be treacherous. Leave expectations at the door. <laughs> Just let your eyes explore my cinematic flair from my boots to derriere. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it, bitch. What are you laughing at? On that note, I think we're done. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> on that note, we're done. <laughs> All right, Monet, I love you so much. We are really on top of it. I, I, I shouldn't say that anymore because, like, it's going to fuck us up. Uh, no, yeah, so stop saying it, bitch. You know what? We're doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> Adios. All right, bye, everyone. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.